Welcome to the Rogers Hail Mary podcast. This is preseason episode one. Our mission statement is to bring you weekly bowl predictions for the Packers, the NFL, and maybe a little college football. I am your host, Nathan Spooner, and I would like you to consider this thought. Bowl predictions, they're like Hail Marys. Sometimes you just have to throw them out there and pray they come to completion. The only difference is Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys are a little more accurate than my predictions. Now, I'm not some guru on any one specific topic. I don't have inside knowledge with anybody working for the Packers or NFL or the media. And I don't even live within a couple miles of Lambeau Field. I'm just a fan who has loved the Green Bay Packers since I was nine years old. And I hope to share with you my passion for the green and gold through this venue of podcasting and bold predictions. So before we dive into the actual bold predicting here, the bold predictions, I would like to clarify one or two thoughts first. These are called bold predictions, and I'm a Packers fan, so most of these predictions might seem, well, a little biased or super over positive. That's the point. The predictions wouldn't be bold if I said, for instance, that Aaron Rodgers would finish as the fourth best QB in stats this season, or if I said, for instance, uh, the Packers would finish second in the division and get the fifth or sixth seed in the NFC. That's just boring. This is bold. We're going big. So now each week I'm going to post a prediction about the upcoming game and poll for you to vote so that we can get an idea of what the fan base is thinking. Then each week we are going to look at the previous game of the Packers, see how we did predicting, see how you did uh, predicting with the polls, and then we'll look forward to the next one. So you can follow the podcast and look for the polls. Make sure you vote on there on Twitter at 12 Hill Mary. The account is at 12 Hill Mary. So now I'm going to release a couple of smaller episodes here before the season gets underway to cover all the season long predictions that I've been posting and uh, predicting. So we don't under, we don't spend, excuse me, an hour covering each position group and bore you with a bunch of numbers. Now, I want to thank a few guys on Twitter who encouraged me to start this podcast. This might start out small, and I might only have one or two listeners all season. Well, that's just fine with me. I'm I'm doing this, yes, for you, the listeners, to have just one more outlet from your stress. Something else to think about the Packers. But I'm also doing this because this is something that I enjoy and I have a passion for. If I didn't have a passion for it, you wouldn't want to listen to me anyways. So, thank you in advance if you decide to listen. So, this is preseason episode one. We will just look at the QB, running back, and wide receiver tight end positions. Then in preseason episode two, we will look at the rest of uh, the offensive line and then go into the defense. Then preseason episode three, we'll cover the actual schedule for the Packers and the predicted record and finish for them. Okay, now without further ado, let's cover some actual bold predictions. Now, for the quarterback position, let's quickly look at the backup situation, which has been heavily covered up to this point. Well, a lot has changed since I actually made my original predictions on this, Um, but our prediction actually did come true. You'll have to go to Twitter, at 12 Hail Mary, and uh, check out uh, our prediction there if you would like to verify this, but we predicted that Deshaun Kaiser would, in fact, be given the number two QB job. Um, And that has come true. And Twitter strongly agreed with us. Coming in at a 90% of you that voted 
said Kaiser also would be the second string uh, starter. So how did this happen? Well, as we know, uh, Brett Hundley was traded to the Seattle Seahawks for the uh, sixth round pick that they have for next year. So Brett Hundley is no longer with us. We do thank him for all his uh, time he put in, all the, the effort that he gave to us last year. So that's Deshaun Kaiser, though. He has gotten the second uh, QB job. And then most likely Tim Boyle will be on the 53-man roster. Let me talk about him real quick. Um, first, I want to say is that ever since family night, I instantly fell in love with Tim Boyle. And then he's looked pretty good uh, in the first two preseason games. And then the last uh, or the third one, he didn't play in. And then the fourth one, not so good last night um, as I'm recording this. Um, but I do like his size and, and that arm he has. Um, has He's really shown some flashes with it, um, especially that one uh, pass. He really likes that deep uh, sideline pass there. Um, so he's shown some flashes, but... Uh, um, he most likely gets the uh, number three job or ends up on the practice squad still. Moving on from the backup quarterbacks, now let's look at our starter, Aaron Rodgers. He's healthy. He just got a huge payday. So let's all pray, throw up a Hail Mary if you will, um, that he stays healthy all season long so that the QB2 discussion is of no relevance. Now, first, I predicted uh, A-Rod would finish the season with over 4,500 passing yards. Twitterverse disagreed, though, with 62% of the voters taking the under. Now, if we are to believe that Aaron's uh, what Aaron said about having an MVP caliber season, then I decided to look at his career in these categories. Only once in his career did Rodgers break 4,500 yards, and that was during his MVP season in 2011, when he recorded 4,643 yards. So it's definitely doable. Uh, secondly, we have over 45 touchdowns that we are saying Rodgers will throw. Again, the Twitter voters disagreed with uh, 63% taking the under on that one. I could see their point. Uh, only twice has he recorded 40 or more TDs with 45 in 2011 and 40 in 16. Once again, though, this would be boring if I shot low. So I went with him setting a career high in touchdowns this year. Now let's just run through the rest of these real quick uh, to try to keep this uh, short. Feel free to go to look up his career stats to see how these things compare. I have Rodgers throwing under 10 interceptions and 86% of the voters agreed with me, which he does pretty easily every year. I have his completion percentage over 68% and 73% of the voters agreed. I believe going over that would set a career high. I don't have that in front of me. Then his passer rating will be over 110 and 59% of voters agreed. Again, 110 will be coming close to setting a career high. Uh, again, I don't have that number in front of me. 84% uh, of voters agreed that uh, Aaron would play all 16 games. 94% of the voters agreed that he would be voted into the Pro Bowl. But uh, we all are hoping he is preparing for the Super Bowl instead and not playing in the Pro Bowl, just voted in. Lastly, 78% of the voters agree that Aaron Rodgers will be named your 2018 NFL MVP. Now looking at the running backs, uh, the running back situation has been covered heavily. There are big hopes for this group and tremendously high ceilings for each one of these 
uh, backs actually. But if we are being honest, there's also a lot of uncertainty with how well the three main guys will perform throughout a full season and if they can all stay healthy. And of course, with any running back committee, predicting their stats especially is filled with uncertainty. Sorry, fantasy owners. The more I saw in the preseason and the more injuries I saw from Jones, Williams, and Montgomery, the more uncertain I have become. Now, Jones has actually looked pretty good uh, in the last preseason game, but uh, with missing the two uh, first games of the season, it'll be uh, hard to predict again. But I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark at it anyway. So, for breaking 1,000 yards rushing, I have Jamal Williams, actually. I just feel that him being there for the first two games will help him get into a rhythm where he will end up seeing more touches than Jones. Or if he doesn't see more touches, at least his touches will end up being more productive because of that rhythm from the first two games that Jones is missing out on. Our Twitter poll for this had 48% saying Jones would break the 1,000-yard mark, 28% said Williams, 20% said nobody would, and just 4% have Montgomery going over 1,000. Leading the team in rushing touchdowns with eight touchdowns, I have Aaron Jones. I do think he will be able to break off some long ones, but also I think he'll see the majority of the red zone goal slash goal line uh, snaps, while Williams will be doing his damage between the 20s. 53% of Twitter voters said uh, Williams would lead the team in rushing TDs, so we... Uh, a disagree there. 41% said it would be Jones and 6% said Ty Montgomery. But with Ty Montgomery being a converted wide receiver and most likely the third down back, I have him leading the running backs in receiving yards, going over 300 yards. I do think Williams will challenge him in this area though and it could be pretty close. Twitter finally agreed with me saying 60% of them uh, that Montgomery would take that. 25% picked Williams and 15% picked um, Aaron Jones. Moving quickly now, I have Williams leading and receiving TDs with at least four. Twitter picked Montgomery with 65%, Williams at 31%, and Jones at 4%. Now, actually, I will say this, that uh, in the receiving area, I did like um, the receiving that we saw from Williams in the preseason and Jones in the preseason. So I think all three of these guys are actually going to be better than some people think in the receiving game. In total yards from scrimmage, I have Jamal Williams leading the way with over 1,300 yards. 50% of Twitter picked Jones. It's 50% uh, picked Jones. 38% chose Williams and 12% said Ty Montgomery. To play in all 16 games, I have Williams. 52% of Twitter voters agreed. 4% said Montgomery would. 24% said both of them would, and 20% said neither of them would. And of course, Jones is suspended for the first two games, so he can't play in all 16, obviously. Lastly, if Jamal Williams has the kind of year that we just predicted he would have, then uh, I believe that he is the most likely from this running back group to make the Pro Bowl. 72% of Twitter said Jones, 24% said Williams, and 4% said Ty Montgomery. Now let's take a second and let's look at uh, the wide receivers and the tight end. Now I've seen some people uh, that have said that our uh, receiver group is pretty shaky, including Packer fans, and I don't necessarily buy into that. 
you must remember Jimmy Graham is basically a wide receiver playing tight end. So he's going to be in the middle of the field, uh, spreading out the field that way. And this will open things up on the outside for the other receivers. So he is more than just a red zone threat. Let's keep that in mind. So with that said, I have two players breaking uh, 1,000 yards receiving this year. That's right. You heard it. I said two. So these are supposed to be bold predictions after all. I have Devontae Adams and... How about this one? I call it bold and brash. Geronimo Allison. Mark it down. You heard it here first on the Rogers Hail Mary podcast, bringing you the hot takes. Geronimo and Adams will both have 1,000 yards receiving. Now, Twitter has something to say about this in the polling. 89% 89% of voters agreed Adams would have 1,000 yards, 6% said Cobb would, and 6% said Allison would. In a separate poll, 67% said the Packers would not have two 1,000-yard receivers uh, this year. So if you remember, though, I also predicted Rodgers would go over 4,500 yards passing just a minute ago. If he does that, I think we should have no problem seeing two guys break 1,000 yards. Secondly, for leading the team in receiving TDs, I have Devontae Adams. Twitter and I agreed on this with 62% of the voters also saying Adams. 35% said Graham would and 3% chose other. Unfortunately, I have had other as an option in many of these polls. You'll see um, when we get on to the other positions too. Asking for the voters to comment who they would pencil in. I have yet to have really anybody comment. Now, we did get a few later on toward the end of our polling, but uh, we got a lot of others with nobody giving their input on who their mysterious other person would be. So for the other in this receiving TDs, I'm just going to go ahead and pencil in Robert Tiny. That's who they were talking about for sure. Now, will there be two receivers who get 10 or more receiving TDs? I say yes. I think Graham... And Adams both will hit that mark. Graham and Adams should both see many red zone targets as well as other scoring opportunities. 67% of Twitter also agreed that there would be two to hit the mark. Moving a little quicker now through the wide receivers and tight ends. I have Adams also leading the team in receptions with 78% of Twitter agreeing on that. While 22% said Cobb would do that. For breakout candidate, I have had this guy in mind all along and could not wait to get to the release of the wide receiver predictions on Twitter. For breaking out as our wide receiver this year, I have Geronimo Allison. He is your breakout candidate of 2018. I just think he could even surpass Cobb with a better stat line by the end of the season. Well, Twitter disagreed though. 53% chose Marquez Valdez-Scantling. 29% said Equinemia St. Brown, I think I nailed that. 12% said Allison and Jamon Moore got 6% of the votes. For best rookie season, I have Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Twitter agreed at 62% and uh, 33% said St. Brown and 5% had Moore. Now for who makes the 53-man roster at tight end was a a question and a prediction we have. And I think this has changed since I made this prediction. Um, I think it's actually possible that we'll see four tight ends on the roster and that we could end up dropping uh, Ripkowski um, and having Kendricks uh, play a little fullback. Actually, I I even just heard a report just a little bit ago saying that Tanyan was uh, practicing a little bit in the backfield. So um, I think that's possible. But uh, here's what we said. We, We had Graham, Lewis, and Kendricks 
as the three tight ends making the roster. So uh, 80% of Twitter, though, also had Kendricks coming in as uh, the third tight end. 13% had Bird, and wow, isn't it something that nobody's even actually talked about him anymore. And 7% said Tanyan would make the team. As for making the Pro Bowl, I had Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. The poll of wide receivers had 94% saying Adams and 6% saying Cobb. Then the poll for tight ends, 82% said Graham, 0% picked Lewis, The negative Nancy's came in at 12% saying neither makes the Pro Bowl, but the optimist showed up at 6% and said both Graham and Lewis would make it into the Pro Bowl. Now, for preseason episode one, I again want to thank you for listening. You can follow the podcast again on Twitter at 12 Hail Mary. I'm working on getting the podcast available on all the major platforms, so keep your eye out for that and stay tuned. Until next time, though, remember, just like Hail Marys and bold predictions are similar, make sure that you're saying your prayers. Until next time, go Pack Go! And there is your dagger!